What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan, and you are tuned into the world's best daily show. That means new episodes drop every single day. And if you're listening in on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube because there you can watch Yo Girl. Now, if you are watching, you see that I have a very beautiful guest here with me. Go on ahead and introduce yourself. Girl, you know you. You're more beautiful. Thank you. We can both be beautiful. We both can be beautiful. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Two beautiful black bitches. And thank you. You like calling yourself a bitch? I don't really give a fuck, but you still <laughs> got to do an, int- uh, an introduction. Yeah. Like what? Just say who you are. Give me your name. I can introduce you for you, but I thought it'd be fitting for you to just say, "Hey, my name is Didi." My name is Didi. Okay. <laughs> so the conversation you started with, do I call myself a bitch? You know, I do call myself a bitch, but like sometimes I'll be thinking to myself after I said it, should I have said that? But at the same time, I'm just like fuck it, I don't mean nothing by it. But then again, a word is whatever you give meaning to it. So if I come, if I'm calling myself a bitch. Like, I'm obviously speaking positive, like... Right. I'm not speaking, like... Oh, Negatively. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not, for I'm not sure. a bitch. Like, I'm for a sure. bitch. For sure. And I don't think I use bitch, like, derogatorily. I mean, I don't speak derogatorily about anybody to, like, assign titles to them. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's why I'm so removed from, like, feeling like bitch is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I will say, sometimes I'm just like, Constance, is that the right... I, I get what you say. Like, you get to assign the, the meaning to the word. But sometimes I'm like, is that the right thing? Like, I don't call my girlfriend a bitch. Like, I would never call my girlfriend a mm-hmm. bitch. Even if I'm saying, like, bitches and hoes and niggas, once it gets to her, it's, like, my <laughs> girlfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. But when we talking and, like, we're kikiing, I'll be like, bitch, no, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about the word. But I'll be using it. I'll be using it. So I'm glad you don't mind, you don't mind me using it, right? Yeah, I don't mind. Because I will be hitting all types of bitches and hoes and whatever I <laughs> want to say. Now, you just introduced yourself. You just said, Didi. You're not going to say, I'm Didi, the co-host of the Talk Yo Shit podcast. You're not going to give them a rundown of who you are and what you do? Oh, no, I can. I definitely can. Okay. But on the podcast, I go by Janatu K. Khan. Okay. So, but the thing is, like, that's still my name, though. If For those who don't know, like, Janatu is still my name. Like, okay. So, I have, like, three names. Okay. What are the three names? M- most people call me Didi. Okay. If you, like, surface level with me. But if you know me, like, you know my name is Diamatu. Or you can call me Janatu. What does Janatu mean? Or where'd you get that? It's weird, cause like that's my original name. So when okay. I came to like when I came to this country, um, they changed my name to Diamatu. Why they do that? I don't know. I think probably because they couldn't read my birth certificate. Oh, oh, the United States mm-hmm. Embassy changed your name. Mm-hmm. Damn. Right. So they just gave you any type of name. So I mean, I like it though. From J- Janatu to Diamatu. Yeah, but I still go by both. Okay, and so that's where we get Didi from. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Because, so, like, when people see me, like, when people who don't know me or it's not African and they be like trying to say my Instagram name, they be like, they be like, J- J- J-. I'm like, don't even, don't hurt yourself. Just call me Didi. Like, why don't you let them, why don't you force people to, like, get it right when it comes to your name? Because at the end of the day, I don't know, um, Didi has, like, become a personality on its own, though. Like, okay. So I can't, I don't really take it personal when people don't know my name. Okay, so who is Didi? If that's a personality, like describe Didi for me. Didi, <laughs> I'm a I'm a whole joke. Okay, like I joke all the time. It's always joke time with me. But I'm I'm serious at the same time though. Like more so like okay, where are we getting? Like what's the point? Where are we getting to? Like right. come on, like we joke, joke, joke. But where are we getting? But Diamatu and mm-hmm. Didi are yeah two different people. Like. Janatu is different. Like when I go home, I'm Janatu. Okay, okay. Like my mom, my siblings, they call right. me. They don't call me. Like the other day was crazy though, cause, you know, like a, like last c- couple weeks ago, I called my mom. I was like, mom, like randomly, I was like, spell my name. 
No, she was like, she was like, I don't blame you. She was like, because I brought you here in this country. I was like, just say you don't know how to spell my name. Right? Damn. <laughs> Damn, she don't know how to spell your she name. She don't know how to spell my legal name. Legal name, but that's okay because she didn't give you that name. So yeah, it is so what it is. I can understand that. Okay, and so so are Diamantu and Didi the same person? Same yeah, Diamantu and Didi are the okay, same person. Okay, and so only people that call you Janatu are the people that know you know you know you. my family like if i called you janatu would you feel like that's disrespectful no that okay. means you know me now because okay, i told okay, you right. i i I'm exclusively told you my name so I'm that means you. like okay i've like opened that part about me to you okay okay so yeah, you can call me janatu how do you govern how much you let out to someone like you and i we don't know each other that well i think we've mm-hmm. met on a couple occasions yeah um how do you determine how much you let out to a person definitely by vibes energy okay energy is a big thing um how people act around certain people I, I tend to like look to um as i'm getting older i'm learning like different things about different people and like people say that i tend to give people the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. i mean i just feel like why not like right you have to understand like people's circumstances are really different right like me and my friends were just talking about uh classifications on like in families like firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn, fourthborn, mm-hmm. and how everybody's experience is different, and then how the last one is bound to be smarter than the rest. The last oh, child okay. is bound to be. Why the do you smartest. say that? I feel as if like because you learn from your older siblings. Your mm-hmm. your siblings are kind of grown with your parents, right? Um, so they are learning with them as you like when you have more kids. The youngest is gonna see all the mistakes. Right. Like my older siblings, I seen all their mistakes. So like I feel like if I would have followed into my sister's steps, I probably would have had a kid already. Okay. Are you middle child, youngest? What are you? I'm the second to last. Okay. How I mean, many second? Of you? Yeah, second to last. How many of you are there? Six. Oh, so you're definitely like on the young spectrum. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a middle child. I feel like I watch my older brother do really well. I watch mm-hmm. my little brother do really well, and I think mm-hmm. um. Older brother, like, being the best person of himself for me and my siblings. Youngest, I obviously seeing the mistakes. I feel like I just, like, not mm-hmm. that I fucked up, but I feel like I definitely went down a crazier path than my siblings. So I'm really mm-hmm. grateful that, like, my little brother didn't copy anything that I did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, as you sit and you say that, I think to myself, and I'm like, damn, I ain't really learn from, <laughs> I ain't really pay attention to mistakes my older brother made. I think I saw it as, like, let me just live my life. And I guess in living your life, you learn your mistakes. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you live for you. It's just very interesting that you put into perspective the, like, the, I mean, just the topic of classification uh, within your siblings mm-hmm. can play a role in your intelligence or performance in life. Mm-hmm. In life. And I had never really thought about that before. So thank you for yeah, You ever wonder why the shortest is always the shortest? No. I wonder why I am the shortest. Why I like I'm shorter than my mom. Are you the oldest? No, I'm the middle. So there's three of us. Two brothers. Is your brother short? No, I mean I guess maybe relatively short. I don't know. Maybe like five nine, five ten. I feel like every like person has the first kid. They're the shortest. Like my brother's the shortest. No, girl, I am the shortest. But I feel like maybe I'm the shortest because I'm a girl. I have two brothers, right? But my mom is taller than me. I don't know why I'm short. But honestly, I like being short. Would you consider yourself short? How tall are you? Yeah, I'm five one. Five one. My head just big. There's no way you're five one. I always tell people this. Yeah, I'm five one. I'm close to five two, but I'm five one. But my head is just big. I'm dead. I guess yeah, your hairstyle makes you look a lot taller too. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel like being short as a personality? Mm, no. Why you say that? A physical trait is not no no personality. I feel you, but girl. Okay, so I shouldn't cut you off. Go ahead. Physical trait is not a personality. What? Yeah, like physical trait is not a personality trait. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I ain't gonna lie, though. I love being short. I feel like it adds to the essence of me. I don't yeah. ever walk around saying, like, oh, I'm short, I'm short, I'm short. No, if, like, if it applies to a situation like, oh, yeah, I'm fun size. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's applying to you talking to a, man, a tall man. Like, I don't know. Like, it really depends on, like, or if a tall man or a big man calling you fun size. Mm-hmm. Like, or you're small. Like, that. I guess that can be a person. That's not, no, it's not a personality. No, it's not really a personality. I yeah. guess I just posed the question. It's definitely, I'm not short because it's my personality. Or, my personality isn't that I'm short. But it is something that I definitely like to, like, put out there. Because I feel like it makes me me. I don't know. I love it. You ever been in a house with tall cabinets? Girl, yes. The cabinet, every, I guess every house I go to, every store I go to, everything is, like, taller than me. So I have to climb on things, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. How's your experience at the store? Do you climb on top of things or do you ask for help? Depending where I'm at. Sometimes I ask for help or sometimes I just get something, like, longer and just, <laughs> just knock that <laughs> shit knock down. That Hell yeah. I don't think I've ever asked for help at a store. Yeah, I never There's do. nobody there. There is there. nobody there. Or I just feel like I'll look around and I'll see another, like, maybe an old-ass lady or, like, a short woman. I'm like, I guess I got to do it myself. You remember movies when they used to, like, women used to find their love of their lives at the grocery store? Remember that? Yeah. I don't see no men in the grocery store. Barely. I just see mom. I don't pay attention. But you're probably right. Do you, Are you dating? Are you single? Yes, I'm single. Okay, are you dating? In the process of dating? Or are you, like, kicking it by yourself right now? Um, I think it's more so I got to leave the area. <laughs> Okay. But I feel like you be on the move. Like she just well, do you care if they know where you from, where you stay at? Not like Yeah, I'm from ba- I, well, I just came from Baltimore, but that's because I'm going to Morgan. I go to Morgan State. Okay, so you live out there for school. Yeah. But regardless, bitch, I live in Alexandria, Virginia. That's how long of the drive was it? Hour. Hour long, but I might have moved back. That's too much for me. So you be on the move, so you talking about you need to leave your area. You feel like Baltimore isn't far enough for you to find somebody? No, it's not that. I feel like um people in my age group done like went through everybody and then when it comes to, like when they came to when they come to me it's like okay now i have to figure out who you are yeah when you got like when you grow up you have to let people prove themselves to you like you gotta let them re like reprove themselves like like when we were in high school right we had to make friends like by force mm-hmm. you know like because you're with you're with people every day so it's like you kind of have to like get to know them a little bit but once you go like out of high school and college you start to realize like yeah, people have to prove themselves to you again. In the, in that sense, like everybody got some type of drama that sticks them down to this area, and I don't want, I don't want to st- be. I'm not saying this is a bad area. I love VA. Mm-hmm. As I've left VA and I come back, I realize like I love Virginia. Like I'm I'm a VA girl. Mm-hmm. Like that's just what it is. But when it comes to like, I just feel like everybody got to grow up. I feel you. That's just the end of discussion. Everybody just has to grow up. I feel you. I don't know if I necessarily agree with, like, there's some drama that ties you down to here. Because I believe in, like, reinventing yourself. And yeah. so in the, uh, you talked about people having to prove yourself to you. So, like, let's say you and I met in high school. Mm-hmm. Would you, if you met me again in 2022, mm-hmm. would you not perceive me as the same person? Would I have to, like, show you who I am again? Like, what do you mean by everyone has to prove themselves? Now I would not perceive you as the same person at all. Because we've, we've grown, mm-hmm. like, so much since then. Like. So a lot of things that we didn't know. There's, there's, there's things that I knew now that I would know. Like, actually, I don't want to go back to those type of years anyways because we outgrow them for a reason. Yeah. But um, when I say, like, like um, drama mm-hmm. that's going to tie you down, basically drama that's going to conflict your life. Like, um, how do I how do I really put this in words? Like, maybe because it's the, the, the type of niggas I was fucking with. Okay. So you're talking about when it comes to dating. So, like, let's say yeah. you met a nigga, like, in high school. Obviously, like, when you see him in 2022, you have to get a new I don't count no high school relationship. I feel you. Oh, hell no. No, If no, you no. still do that, I don't know. Like, I don't count no high school. That shit is no. not real to me. Yeah, hell no. Nothing that went on in high school, like, applies. That's why I'm, like, the drama. I was trying to get what you meant by, mm-hmm. like, what happens with the drama. I'm only 22. I'm only 25. That ain't too far away. It's, it's, it's not too far. Thing. It's not too yeah. far. It's not too far. But... 
I feel like I got a long way to go. All right, so when it comes to dating, you want to date niggas that you ain't never knew before, that never knew you, that don't nobody that that doesn't know anybody that knows you. Are you cool with dating somebody that maybe you went to school with? That's tricky though because I like asking about niggas. What you asking about niggas for? Because you never know what's going on. If you don't ask, you they might have. Who like, you asking? I don't know. You you asking a subliminal way. Ever just have like girls like who just tell you their business for no reason? Uh huh. You know. You know, and you just know you can get that type of information out of them unprovoked. Like, you don't have to do too much right. to get what you really need. But not, not necessarily saying, like, believe what, like, everybody says. But you're going to get the, the information you want. Like, if you go seeking, you're going to find it. I feel you. So, get back to the main question. You want to date people that you know or you want to date complete strangers? Like, which makes you feel more comfortable? I would honestly say somebody that I know that's not in the loop. Okay, okay. So you're just asking around. If you hear their name comes up, you're like less inclined to fuck with them. So let me tell you, let me tell you something. Okay, right. you get to it. <laughs> let me tell you something. So there's this dude, right, that wanted to talk to me. Mind you, we were friends first. Like, I, I tend to be, like, friends, like, with, with guys that, you know, could possibly be something, but we're going to start off as friends. Okay. So I'm just trying to fill him out or whatever. And then it comes to terms that he had talked to two other of my friends and he came up in the conversation randomly, like, you know, just on some random stuff. I didn't think that they knew each other. Mm -hmm. So when I say, like, I want to date a nigga that is, like, people know, but it's not in the loop. Like, that nigga's in the loop. Because he's with girls. Like, I'm not no pop-out girl. Like, you see me when you see me. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not really, like, oh, flashy and this type right. of stuff. So it's like, you're going to see me when you're going to see me. But the other two girls, they flashy. Okay. You know, the like the constant like Instagram right. and stuff. Like I'm not I'm more of a keep to yourself. Keep to myself. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I don't understand why he felt as if like it was cool, like then again, like to just try to go smack at all three of us at the right. same time. So that kinda scares me when it comes to dating, like when it comes to dating people you know. Because okay. they're gonna know other people that you know. I feel you, I feel you. I like dating people that nobody knows. Like, I'm all mm. for the new people. What is your way of dating since you like that? You know, you're more in inclined to date somebody that you don't know that's, or that's not in the loop. How do you find people? You online date? I don't know. I don't. I honestly, I feel like there's no point in that. So you, you meet all the people in person? I used to. I think I self-sabotage myself a lot. I do. Why you say that? Cause I don't. I don't see so much. See, see so much stuff. Like, I don't see so much shit go down. Like before I moved to VA, I didn't. Like I lived in New Hampshire. Oh okay. So it's like, when you, then again, family dynamic matters too. Cause um, my brother and my sister, they both combined, have like, <laughs> seven baby daddies and baby mamas combined. Oh, okay. Damn. So it's like that too. Like changes my aspect on like, how relationships are supposed to go right because people can wake up and feel different any day most stuff most stuff I, yeah. I used to move like that too i mean i feel like i still have it in the back of my mind like seeing like failed relationships over my life mm -hmm. has definitely construed how i perceive relationships mm -hmm. so i definitely understand that do you feel like it makes you run from relationships or like how does it how does what you've seen in your life um impact the way you are in relationships no i don't necessarily run from it um but I try to like um, try to see through the bullshit. A lot of a lot of men lust, and I can see right through that shit. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. when you're vulnerable, you give in. But as you get older, I know I keep saying as you get older because I'm like I mean, a pivotal point in my yeah, life. No, so yeah. it's like I'm starting to really see the change on how I move 
and what I deal with. Right. Like, when it comes to it, I'm not scared of you at all. Like, God, like, <laughs> you know what they be like? Oh, you are what you're, like, what you're scared of, something like that. Like, you oh, attract yeah. what you feel. Yeah, like. yeah, you attract what you feel. Like, shit, I need me a good man. I'm scared of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not scared of a relationship at all. I kind of, like, want to it to happen happen naturally i, I feel, feel like it's it. always a constant divide there's always a constant debate about men and women and there's always like a there's a division right now going on um or regardless of who you like like a division between relationships point like period um because it doesn't only apply to men and women relationships what women women men men go through it but i honestly feel in a black community because it's different mm-hmm. in other communities for sure like we obviously know like when we talk about our experiences, so when we talk about, oh, yeah, niggas ain't shit, we talking from our own experience. We're not talking about our fellow people, like, I don't want to say, like, or Hispanics or white people. Like, they get married young, but then again, they go through shit. Like, they go through a lot of shit that we don't tolerate as a black community. So, right. I guess everything happens for a reason. Getting to the divide. So, you mentioned the divide, but you didn't go into it. What is the divide? Divide between men and men and women. Just like in men think really women young. women are trying to finesse and trick. Women think men are broke. Oh, the constant. I'm so like, tired of that conversation. That's literally like a division. Like that's literally like men are so scared to give in because they don't want to be a trick, and women are so scared to give in because they feel as if like a man can't do shit for them. Like it's that's that's a division. That's really what it is. But it is, happens per, primarily in the black community. Like a lot. I love how passionate you are. You're like your eyes get big. Like you're yeah, scared right. about convicted. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that is such like internet talk. I feel like on the internet people do need something to discuss. So the mm. first thing that they can think is like, all right, let's talk about relationships and the fucked up girls I've been with, the fucked up um, guys I've been with, whatever. But I feel like when it comes to in person, a real bitch nigga, a real person in general, when they're serious about dating, I don't think they're worried too much about am I getting tricked or not. Like you're gonna spin and you're gonna do what you can to impress whoever and that's girls or guys. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that conversation to me is like in one ear out the other because what are we really talking about? And then on top of that, the divide of the discussion is between people that ain't fucking, ain't dating, ain't doing like we're not yeah. doing nothing together. So I'm gonna sit and go back and forth with you about what you like in a woman. I don't give two fucks what you like in a woman because mm-hmm. you ain't the type of person I'm about to be with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that the divide or that energy wouldn't exist if people just understood like I can't change this person and it's okay that I can't change this person's thoughts or views or whatever because I'm not pursuing them like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I feel like everyone's like trying to prove like okay I've been through this so I'm used to this like I, I just feel like when people are serious about dating they don't give fucks about they don't give two fucks about that because you live in like bliss for the first couple I feel I mean for me speaking for myself I lived in bliss like the first month. I mean, that's like the honeymoon stage. Like, I'm not sitting here worried about, are you playing me? It'd be, it be a day for me. And you into it? Girl, and that's okay. The second day? Oh, were you after the honeymoon phase? No, the second day, you don't pick up my phone call. You don't call back. It's over. The I mean, yeah. Over the, for me. I mean, it has to be. If you not, if we first, if we just met, and you ain't on my motherfucking line every motherfucking day, you ain't serious about me. I just said, like, anybody that's interested is going to do what they can to impress I don't give a fuck how busy you are. You better call my ass, text my ass, let me know mm-hmm. that you're thinking about me. And I'll do the same. But then again, that goes back to what you were saying about um, dating people you don't know. Because now I get what you got, get why you say that. Because dating people you don't know, you don't have to deal with um, people already having attentions towards you. Mm-hmm. Like, my ex-boyfriend, like, he had intentions towards me. Like, he mm-hmm. already knew who I was. I didn't know who he was. So, to me, it was a genuine connection. But to, to him, it was more so, oh, like, I've heard about you. I heard about you. you, you know, type, yeah. yeah, like... Yeah, I'm definitely against that. Ooh. 
the reason excuse me you have brought that up and mm-hmm. i agree like i don't like people knowing about me thinking they know about me mm-hmm. whatever whatever and when it's new you just don't know shit about them and y'all mm-hmm. get the time to figure out each other and i get to reveal to you yeah. whatever i want to reveal to you about mm-hmm. me so i totally get it can i ask what his intentions were like what did he know about you you don't got to say in detail but like do you know what the intentions were initially it was more so oh yeah i've seen you around like i've seen you around I, I, like i've asked who you are i know your name type stuff mm-hmm. but it's like i'm gonna act like i don't know you right i'm gonna okay. act like i didn't ask about you like i'm gonna act like i didn't do none of that so it could just seem like as if it is genuine but to me it wasn't but hey, i feel you you live and you learn right all right you guys let's go ahead and let's run a brief intermission and then we'll come back and get into the topics okay so we're gonna run a brief intermission y'all go get what y'all need to get y'all If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, what's up, you guys? We are back. We're going to get into some things. First things first is, bitch, did you see that tweet? Okay, today's tweet reads, correct me if I'm wrong, but rating in our community, especially amongst black women, used to just be a cultural practice. You new hairstylists are trying to turn it into a class marker by hiking up these prices. What are your immediate thoughts when you hear that? It's, I believe getting your hair braided is a luxury service, but it's a cultural practice too. Mm-hmm. Like, who else is supposed to do our hair? Like, as black women, let's be honest. Like, are right. we supposed to go to white people to do our hair? Like, are we going to teach them how to braid next? I mean, they already learning, but are we really going to, like, let's be honest. Like, it's a, one is, a, I feel like doing your hair too is an intimate, like, it's an intimate thing among your friends or your sisters. Mm-hmm. Or just doing it with anybody. If you're doing it solely for money, okay, cool, but... In, like, a household where you learn how to braid for real, mm-hmm. it's among, like, your family. Like, you do it because it's natural maintenance. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, like, I you agree. have to get your hair braided. Right. So, the whole point of it, like, you getting it to your ass and all that type of stuff, then that's what you want. But then again, getting your hair done point blank, period, is a luxury service because then again, you could do it yourself. Do you think hairstylists are fucked for charging the prices that they charge to get braids done? I don't see braids that cost like seven eighty. I don't see braids that cost like a thousand dollars. Like, is that an issue to you? Seeing as that braiding is a part of our culture, braiding is something that's natural. Like, it's a part of our maintenance. Like, we have to get our hair braided, no matter what the fuck hair you wear, whether it's braids or wigs. Like, you have to have some form of braids in your hair, unless you bald headed. So, do you feel like stylists are taking advantage of black women by having high prices? Yeah, I do. How much is the hair you? How much your hair costs? I did my own hair. Oh, and thank you. Look, that's what I've been saying. I've been noticing these hairstylists are jacking up the prices. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, everybody, just learn how to do your own hair because it don't matter what style you got, the prices is gonna be too high. But then again, I feel like it's a trend. Um, remember that video of the girl saying that um stylists charge by their lifestyle? Oh, like to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah to feed their lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that part, but um, I feel like it's a trend. Um, if you're gonna keep doing that, whatever um customer base that you have that's gonna keep paying that, they're eventually gonna stop. They're gonna slow down and they're gonna go back to the original African aunties like they always do. I feel you. I don't know if I think it's a trend because like this tweet says, it is kind of like a class, like a class marker. When you see somebody with their hair down all the time, black woman to black woman, let me say, I think 
oh she must got it like that because it ain't cheap to keep your hair up done mm -hmm. so whenever i see somebody with hair I, I automatically with their hair done all the time i automatically think okay she must got it like that what kind of job she got that's what i'm it depending, I ain't gonna lie. it's depending on your full service too though like if if i'm paying like if i'm charging you 700 dollars, 800 dollars, i'm gonna make sure i'm in my salon like you're accommodated properly well right. it's good customer service right um you just feel like it's a spa like you honestly feel like it's a luxury service but homegirl if you in your house your mama house in a chair and i'm sitting on the floor on a pillow and you try to charge me 700 dollars, you out your mind i don't know i feel like First of all, I'll pay whatever I need to pay if I can't find someone to do it. Me, as my customer service... You're going to pay $700 to be somebody's mama house. I don't care about the location too much. What I do care about is, is my hair. I'm not even lying. So far as you wash my hair, you blow dry, you detangle, I don't care. $700? I'll, yeah, I'll keep it real. I'll pay like I'll pay whatever I have to pay to get my hair done. I, those people that usually charge that $700, I feel like they doing it out the motherfucking salon. I ain't never went to anybody that was high-priced and I was sitting in a house but for me it's like do you wash hair if you don't wash hair i can't book with you i'll, I'll give you whatever amount of money you want mm -hmm. so far as you wash my hair and detangle it because mm -hmm. it's a very very service and so i'll pay to get whatever the case is I, but i ain't too worried about where you where you doing it i ain't gonna lie i ain't too worried about that if you are charging that much right you like you said the full service washing right. your hair you also have to care about your your client's hair like what's the type of hair is this like what result do they want do they want to keep getting their hair done? Do they want to grow their hair? Do they want to like actually providing service where it's beneficial to the right. client's growth? Right. But if you're just charging, just to charge, just because somebody wants to get their hair done, you're not solely doing it for a luxury service. You're just doing it because you just want to jack up the price. No, for sure. I agree. I feel like, I mean, it's a money maker now. Like, mm -hmm. except doing hair can make you buy just as much money as selling hair can. Like, there's hair alone, alone on its own. In the black community is what like a multi-million dollar business so many people that have money off that shit yeah. but i ain't mad at nobody for charging whatever just like you said come correct and do everything you need to do mm -hmm. again i ain't too worried about the location but i feel like if you charge a certain amount you got a certain location to mm -hmm. service me but i have been to some ghetto ass salon so the salon don't mean nothing like just mm -hmm. doing here out of a salon don't mean shit to me it's all about how you treat me and my full experience but yeah the most i paid for braids was 400 is that bad no right that's normal, I feel like. The hair the hair was included, and it was, like, to my, 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 my butt. So, but I'm short, though, so I kind of feel like they kind of finessed me a little bit. Because, like, they could have did normal length, and that shit was, like... How much is normal length, typically? Like, to your back? Yeah. I ain't never paid for braids. My mom has always done my braids, so I don't know how much... I really don't know how much braids cost. Mm -hmm. I paid 400 But that was for, like, really long, right? So, I'm asking, like... What, it was something like this. What would you expect to pay? Uh, I've gotten, like, for, like soft locks done by somebody else... Never again. I could not sleep for like 10 days. But um, I paid, I think I paid her 300 Okay, so that's typical. Like 300 400 is like what you can expect to pay yeah. when getting your hair done. As a black girl, we gonna spend that bag. It's not, like, that's no problem. We gonna spend that bag on our hair. Like, we're gonna do that automatically. Right. But when we're not appreciated, because now you feel as if like it's an obligation. Like now we like, okay, now nah, I know you have, you have to get your hair done as a black girl all the time. First of all, we spend, we spend as a black woman, we spend probably like 15,000 more than an average woman I mean, on, for sure. on products. On maintenance period yeah. products, yeah. So like that's already weighing us down because mm -hmm. to be presentable or to be socially digestible, we have to do all this extra shit. Mm -hmm. So the struggles of a black woman, girl. But that's why I said, I'm like, anytime I see a girl with her hair done all the time, automatically I think, okay, girl, you must got some type of money because it ain't cheap to do that shit. It's I ain't not like, cheap. Yeah, I ain't judging me either, but I'm just saying, girl, I know you got paid. I have to get my hair done every three weeks. This is the longest I've ever, ever had a hairstyle in. Three weeks for braids? Sounds about good. How long you just keep your hair in? Two. 
But you do it all the time? All the time. Yeah, when you do your own hair, you can switch it and flip it. I need my hair done. It's been two months and I'm pushing it. This is not it right now. It's always been like that though. I think my mom instilled that. You know when you like have to look like presentable for church mm -hmm. every Sunday? So that kind of kept you like on your P's and Q's. Yeah, you got to look a certain way mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. I feel you on that. But like, would, you, would you go to school if your hair was, wasn't done? Yes. I wouldn't. When no. I was like in high school, I'd not, I'd not go to school if my hair was not done. No, I will surely go. I will put a scarf on or something like that. But y'all be blown if my hair ain't done. Like when my hair ain't done, I feel a type of ways on the inside. Like did I'm we go going through the, depression. Did we go to the same high school? Classes? I think so. <laughs> What's the topic, right? We did go to the same high yeah, school. So we what? probably had two different experiences. No, we probably had the same experience. I would wear I wore a scarf one time to school. Never again. What happened? Um, no names, cause I do know who did it. But this girl, she she um, we was in the library. And she thinks she was being funny, you know, you know, some girl try to be funny in front of niggas, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. cool, things. She gonna take my scarf off my head mm -hmm. in the library. Mm -hmm. I didn't talk to that girl until next year. I mean, I would have talked to her, period. I did not talk like to her that. until next year. I was like, don't even say nothing to me. Like, now if I think about it, that's some hater ass shit. Like, no, why that's would not you do okay. That? That's not okay. So I never wore a scarf. I made sure my hair was done. I wasn't about to have no bad day for nobody. I was not going to school if my hair was not done. Bitch. They probably was saying whatever the fuck they want to say about me, but if my hair wasn't done, I was still going to motherfucking school because you ain't got to stop me. But what you're saying is true. Like, having our hair done is like a big part of us. I was talking about it. Like, hair is our identity. Now, back to the hating ass bitch, that is some hating ass shit. But I feel like that's also some childish shit. Like, I can't mm. see no grown woman doing no shit like that. Hopefully not. I, Hopefully wish, I, not. I wish a grown woman would. I know. Have you ever dealt with a hating ass bitch at this age? You ain't got to say no names. But do you think of a time where somebody was really hating? Remember I was saying, like, I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. So I never, I, I, be, I be trying to give every reason in the world to avoid the fact that you hating on me. Because I ain't did nothing to you. Mm -hmm. So I was like, so like, oh, maybe she's going through something. Maybe right. it's something with her family. Right. Maybe it's her nigga. Right. Maybe it's um her dog just died. Right. I be trying to give every benefit in the doubt to push away from the fact that you don't like me. Mm -hmm. Or you just saying some hater ass shit because ain't no fucking way. Right. I can't be the main objective in your life. I don't right. believe it. I agree. I ain't that important in your life to I be agree. doing that. So you don't peep the shit. I feel you, I can relate. I ain't I don't know no hating ass bitches. Haven't known a hating ass bitch since mm -hmm. maybe high school and even then. Motherfuckers was going through I was going through shit, bitch. I was a hating ass bitch. So I you know, for real, I'm people hundred like I know that hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. So at this point in my life, like you said, if someone is doing some shit, I try not to take it too personally because mm -hmm. I don't know what you're going through. And by God's grace, I ain't going through it. So I ain't got to return that energy to you. And I'm just keep pushing and moving and hope that things work out for you. Because like you said, ain't no way I'm that big of a character in your life that you would be so fucked up to me intentionally or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not what my brain power is going. I was just curious if you had dealt with anything like that mm -hmm. in this point in time. I probably had, but it didn't phase you. Nah, it really don't phase me. Right. At the end of the day, like, people are gonna talk. Like, that's exactly. the reason why, like, um, I grew up, it's weird. Like, I always say people's gonna talk because obviously we have the ability to talk the fuck. Like, <laughs> what the fuck do you think we're gonna do? Be mute? Like, right. Not, not, I grew up with, like, deaf people, like, and people who couldn't see, like, stuff like that. So I see how they live and how they have to move is a little bit more careful, more gentle. So I, I feel like people who have all capabilities are a little selfish to stuff like that, are a little insensitive to stuff like that to understand like what you, like what do you have like, you have to right. understand what you already have and utilize it to your best of your ability like mm -hmm. don't just try to complain and be negative all the time like don't yeah. use your voice to be negative all the time there's people who can't talk 
I feel like, you. I feel you. That is, um, like, that's like practicing gratitude for your ability to talk. And I never thought about that. Like, mm -hmm. it is a luxury to be able to open our mouths and say mm -hmm. what we want to say because some people don't have that opportunity. And so when you do speak, be very conscious of what you're saying mm -hmm. and what you're putting out into the world because, for one, there are some people that can't. And why would you use such a great gift and ability mm -hmm. that you have? negatively poorly mm -hmm. so i appreciate that perspective that was good if y'all have any do you have anything else to say in regarding of like hating ass bitches regard anything that we have just discussed uh nah i don't i don't pay no mind i feel like if somebody is hate, hating on me or doing i, I hope nobody is because i got mad love i'm always gonna hit you with love like mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna hit you with what you hit me with because at the end of the day i know i'm smarter than you and that gives me that makes me happy mm -hmm. knowing that i'm wiser i'm smarter and i can react better than you like I know that, so I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move accordingly. Like right. I'm gonna move. Not that I'm better than you, but I know better than you, and I'm gonna pray for you. In Jesus' name. Shut up. No, uh, <laughs> not the fake tongues. I'm playing with the fake tongues now. We're gonna get into the bowl. This game is called Word Association. For those of you that are new here, there's a bowl full of many different topics. We pull out a topic and we give you our opinion on the topic. Now, before we get into this game, there is a theme song. So, I'm going to need you to hype me up. I okay. need you to have my follow-up. Okay. Get the ad-libs in. I'm ready. And we're going to get it on and pop it. Give me a countdown from five. Five, four, three, two, and one. Let's get into it. Mm. Let's get into let's it. Get oh, let's get into it. Mm. And toot it and boot it. Oh, let's. Get into it. Hey, let's get into let's it. Get it. Oh, let's get into it. Ooh, and toot it and boot it. Didi, go ahead and pick out something. Okay. What did you pull out? I think it says um, niggas are broke. It's like, <laughs> it might have. I was like, that's not what I would put in there. <laughs> Is it wrong to befriend someone? Because what they can give you is it wrong to befriend somebody because of what they can offer you? What they offer you? you. Mm -hmm. mm. No, I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong. I feel like you gotta be purposeful in life. Like, mm -hmm. what is your intention? I feel like everybody just wants to like let the blind lead the blind. Like, come mm -hmm. on, like who's really gonna lead and take initiative? Let's be honest. Like, who's gonna be like you're just not gonna have people. If they're not beneficial to you in any type of way, that means they're detrimental to you. Right. That's literally what it means. Like, right. if nobody can add to your life, that means they're going to tear it down. Mm -hmm. There's no if, ifs or buts to that. Like, because I feel like when you, um, the benefit of that, I know I'm going to keep saying it because it, it can only go so far. And the ending result of giving people the benefit of doubt is just removing yourself. It's right. not no, oh, having to get back to this person or, mm -hmm. oh, like, I was saying this because I thought you was this. Right. No, the benefit of doubt, the ending result is to remove yourself because you did all you could do. Mm -hmm. But I, I be talking, where, 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 okay, I be forgetting too. At the end of the day, you think it's cool to fuck with people just because you need something from them. Or to not, be friend, not like that. Not, not like, that. like that, but befriend somebody because mm -hmm. of things that they may be able to offer you. Mm -hmm. And I agree because I think that's the exact same concept as networking. Mm -hmm. So you're getting ready to say not like that, not like that. In what case is it inappropriate to befriend somebody to use them for something? Like what's the difference between networking and using people, or not using people, but what's the difference between networking and like befriending people because of what they can offer you 
um, and using people. Like, what's the difference? Networking is just business. All right, fuck networking. Throw that word out. Mm-hmm. If you're fucking with somebody because of what they can offer you, what's the difference between that and using somebody? Using somebody meaning they you they, like you can't help them as much as they help you or you like mooching. Basically, no, like right. when I befriend you as a friend, I'm basically saying I'm vulnerable to you. Mm-hmm. I'm basically saying. I, I will give you like anything you need help with I'm right. gonna do that for you if I'm not your friend I ain't gonna do that for you right it's just, no yeah, I it's feel just, you it's just what it is like yeah if I'm not your friend there's no like me just going out my way for you there's no like me like if we're not friends and I go out my way for you and you do some fuck shit then I'm gonna have a problem but if it's a friend that I'm befriending and I do go out my way for you then I'm not, I'm not gonna take it as if like I'm just thinking like oh I'm just happy that this person can get help from me. Mm-hmm. I think for me both ways, I feel like I I think I will go out of my way for a stranger. Like, I think I'm, I will categorize myself as, like, a friendly person. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you need something, I got you. I don't got to know you from anywhere. Like, if I can help you, I'll help you. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it's just understanding that, like, I truly do believe that we're all put on this earth to give to others. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people think about take, 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 or what can I take, or I don't want anyone to take from me. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with the idea of giving because I feel like that's what I was put on this earth to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just as you said, like, you understand that you're more intelligent than that person that might be a hate bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you have some knowledge and wisdom and things like that based on the experiences in your life and the things mm-hmm. that you've gone through that are different than what I know, that are different mm-hmm. than what I could come up with. So I have no... Um, what can I say? I am very appreciative of people's experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so down to, like, receive from them mm-hmm. and i'm also willing to give to them in any way whether that's um financially if i can obviously that mm-hmm. pitter patter you ain't gonna get a million dollars from me if i don't know you but mm-hmm. um i think for me i'm just cool with quote-unquote being used but mm-hmm. i do believe in reciprocity so over time if i'm constantly giving something to mm-hmm. you or constantly looking out for you and i don't receive it mm-hmm. then it becomes a thing to me where it's like okay i need to draw this boundary because mm-hmm. why would i continuously overextend myself mm-hmm. to somebody that's not like looking out if that makes sense yeah, that's how I feel about that. I just want to get that. I feel like it's a self-right thing, though. One to give, go out your way for strangers. I mean, there's things that we obviously do that nobody knows that we do. Like, there's things like I, when I see, like, a homeless person, I'm like, oh, let me try to give them some water. Or do give them something what right. I can, like, what I can. Something that I feel like is like, my human self-right to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's more so not saying, like, I'm going to go out my way for them. But to understand mm-hmm. the fundamentals of positions can change and, like, Imagine you in that situation. Imagine God forbid too. that you're wishing that on you. But imagine you in that situation. Wouldn't you want somebody, a stranger, to help you? To right. Help you? Right. So you think it's like in that perspective. I'm not necessarily saying they're using me because what could they use me for? Right. This is right. something that I already like, okay, it's like it's nothing to me. Right. I'm, like, I'm not going to think about this like the rest of my day. So right. here, have it. Right. I agree. For sure. For sure. And I, um, you had just said... Not self-right. You had said something that just, whatever, it just threw me Humans, off. Human self-right. No, not even that. You said not going out of your way. Like, yeah, I can appreciate that, too. It's not necessarily going out of my way, but it's just, like, looking out and being cool mm-hmm. with the gift. But, um, yeah, not being the person that, like, wants to use or whatever, however that goes into it. So, I agree with you. Pretty mm-hmm. much everything you said, I am totally in cahoots with. Mm-hmm. Back in the ball. Pick something. Burn sage or pray? Pick one. Pray, of course. Why? There's more. You're more. I feel like you're more spiritually connected when you pray, because this is obviously it's something that you can't see, 
when things are happening, you don't really see it happening until it's done with. Like, you don't see shit going right until it's done. You don't see shit going wrong until it's done. Mm -hmm. So, when you pray to God, obviously, like, when you pray to something that you don't, like, you can't see, it makes you more of a believer. That's what I feel. Burning sage, like, what is that really going to do but think of your house? All right, you guys, we are back. I done had some computer complications. I'm always dealing with something. But she had just finished up saying that she believes in praying over staging. And like she said, by all means, do the stage. I think for me, I can agree. I'm all about... I mean, I never even... I found out about stage, like, maybe, like, in college. By then, I had already been... Had an established faith. I didn't ever even thought mm. to, like, go and burn it. And I, know, I don't understand the ins and outs of it. Mm. But as you had mentioned, like... There are things you can't see. Mm -hmm. And so God is working overtime to take over those things when you pray. And um, and in the context of things you can't see, I believe, like, there are so many different spirits. Like, I feel like the mm -hmm. world is just a spiritual realm. Like, there's a spiritual realm and then there's a physical realm, right? So, mm -hmm. obviously, you can see everything in the physical but not in the spiritual. And when it comes to burning sage, I don't know what spirits are intertwined with that. And mm -hmm. so, I don't want to elicit anything in my space not knowing the ins and outs of it, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. So, I'm like, okay. Praying, I understand. I've studied my, mm -hmm. like God and forming a relationship with God. So to me, it's just like, I'm going to just stick to what I know. Mm -hmm. But if the stage works for you, it works for you. I ain't too fond of the burning of the stage. I don't burn any, I don't mess with any of like, that side of spirituality. I don't get into it because I don't know nothing about it. I've never felt convicted enough to get into it. I feel like it's been watered down. And then again, it depends on the area. Like um, down south, they're more uh, on that type of uh, spiritual time. Like with the sage and the the crystals and the mm -hmm. and the blood on the forehead and all that type of stuff. You ever heard what Haitian girls be doing? Supposedly, this this um this guy one time told me he was Haitian, right? Mm -hmm. He was like um he was like, oh, what you gonna put the voodoo on me? I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, uh, some some like Haitian girls. I'm not saying this is true. This is all rumors, cause <laughs> I would hope not that nobody would do some shit like that. Um, he was like, yeah, like some girls will put um, their blood in the food and serve it. Like period blood? Period blood. I've heard shit it. like that. And serve it to their man so their man can be cuckoo for them. I'm like, I will hope the fuck not nobody does that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you got to do that. I have seen some things where like they'll keep a dreadlock of their partner, wear it as a bracelet. I've seen a lot of like for voodoo. Real? Yeah. I guess it's like voodoo. I don't know. On Twitter. I mean, not on Twitter. On TikTok, I'll, I'll see posts like that. And mm -hmm. I see them, I'm like not interested. I never want to see this again. <laughs> but regardless, um, I feel like no shade to anybody, you know. Don't send a hex on me. But I feel not like if you got <laughs> I tread lightly when I say this, but I feel like if you gotta do something like that, you probably shouldn't be with them because why you gotta cast a spell to keep your man. I don't think it really works. You think bitch. it works? I think it works the same way if I pray to God it works. Like I said, this is a spirit realm. I don't know what's going on. It's so many different spirits. I think the stage work. I just said I don't know what spirits. That's a listen. I don't know who you calling on with the stage. Like I don't know what you calling on or what spirits is rocking with what you do, but I got to make sure it don't touch me mm -hmm. so I can't be involved with nobody that do. That's all my non-negotiables. Voodoo and stuff. We can't date if you do that. There's also a folks tale like if you have sex with a man on like on your period, he's going to be obsessed with you. Can you attest to that? We got. I got period Can, sex. No, I, I. I've never had period sex. If it. If. If it did happen, it was by accident. Like, oh. How are you gonna have period sex on accident? You already like, had your period. Like, no, like somebody induces it. Like a nigga would induce my period and it'll come like after we have sex. Oh no, that don't count. Like period sex is. No, boring. I'm not like willingly like. Oh yeah, my period. Let's have sex. No, I don't want to scar you like that. Oh, to see the blood. Ooh. 
Yeah. Hopefully you ain't crack your phone. To see, like, that's that's too, like, that's too, like, and, but niggas joke about it. They be like, oh, yeah, I ran the red light. Like, they not you, joking, girl. They serious. People be fucking on their period. No, they're serious. But I mean, uh, like, in the context, like, I, I think you. it's. I think it's disgusting to do that. I done had some sex on a period, girl. But only because I know me, like I know my body, so I wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't personally try to scar somebody like that. I feel you. For me, be- no, I I feel like I always felt the same way. I've never had like penetration on my period. You know mm. what I'm saying? So what like, kind of sex is it, bitch? I so I'm gay, so I have <laughs> oh. sex with women. So I mean, you know, eating out the coochie, fucking mm-hmm. her, shit like that. Okay. So if this a tampon in clit is open for play like ain't no blood on the clit if i thought i took a shower and the tampon is in there get it in how you need to get it in i mean that's different i, I i'm not but gay, I'm saying, so i don't know you don't have to be gay to have oral sex so like you with your man yeah. i don't know what you use periods pads whatever obviously if i use the pad i would not have period sex because like that's too much going on but um if you got oral sex mm-hmm. from a nigga on your period, you just had a tampon in. They wouldn't see no blood. They just see the string. And a mature man's gonna fuck with it because, like, when you in a relationship with someone for long enough, they don't give two fucks know. about nothing. I mean, you ain't got to. Like I said, I ain't never did penetration. I've heard from people that if they fuck on their period, they the the blood stops. I can't attest to that. I don't know if that's true or not. And I guess you can't either because you ain't never had period mm-hmm. sex. But I've heard that that's the case too. I wouldn't know. I feel like as a guy, you t- you like be like, I'm okay with that. I feel like you already had it, and I don't. I don't. I don't want to deal with that. Like, I don't want to deal with... Actually, no. I'm not scared with a man that has experience. I'm not. Because mm-hmm. it, it teaches me. But mm-hmm. when it comes to that type of stuff, like, no. Like, you don't like that? Mm-mm. It's not sanitary to you? No. I feel you. And they didn't even know shame in that. There's know? no shame in it. There's yeah. no shame in you doing it either. But me, personally, my personal opinion, no. I wouldn't. Because one, it's traumatizing for me as a mm-hmm. woman. And I, and I have to deal with it every month. So it was like... First of all, I don't want to be no near no man during my period. They're annoying as fuck during my period. Like, I don't want to be around y'all. I feel like I've not reached the stage of getting too comfortable. And this is what I mean. Like, I can't I can't fart around no man. That's not right. <laughs> That's not right. You're supposed to be farting around no man. I can't fart around when no man. When you were in a committed relationship, you wasn't farting? No, I would hold it or I would just go... I would do it somewhere else, or the times I would have to fart would never be around no, them. No, you like, can't be doing that. You have to fart. So <laughs> when are you starting to feel comfortable with them enough to fart? Like, farting is the basics. If you don't fart, if, if I can't fart around you, should we even be fucking? If I can't fart around you, it's what not, should we be doing together? It's like, what not, are you not even that. About? It's not even that. I remember one time one of my guy friends, he was like, girls don't fart. So if you mm-hmm. fart, he was like, you fart, you're different. So I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. I'm not, I never get that comfortable. I never get that comfortable, comfortable like, like, with the whole point of, like, one, I've always been a girl, like, with my own car. Like, always be able to move, like, on my own type of time. So, like, no, I just overthought No way. I was going to say, wait, what's the question? <laughs> okay, so, oh, you don't fart, yeah, comfortability with your we're partner, and now you drive your own car. So, how does that all tie into you not farting? Meaning, like, I'm, I can never get too comfortable where I'm even, like, taking like a shit at your house like i feel like so uncomfortable i'm like i gotta go i'm going home do you feel like you lack comfortability because you feel like you're in a better position than these niggas and i'm only asking because you have brought up the car so i'm just trying to figure out how the car plays into the whole no i want to be fake mysterious (laughs) break that down to me because i I was talking to somebody the other day i'm like i don't really get how a person could be mysterious what is mysterious like when you try what is that there's things that you commonly see that you won't see in that person like you see me when you see me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you won't... Does that make you mysterious? It doesn't make me mysterious. That's why I said fake mysterious. 
Give me another example. I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just trying to understand. Because I always see people say, like, I'll see people say, um, like, femininity coaches. They'll be like, you want to be mysterious. And I'm just like, how the fuck are you achieving that? So, what else? So, I only see you when I see you. What Mm -hmm. else? I don't know. I don't know what I really mean by mysterious. Now I think about it. You know, they be like, oh, yeah. Um, niggas will go on my Instagram page and see that I have no pictures. What of is that? And they be like, gonna go there. And they be like, oh, yeah, you want to be fake mysterious. No, I'm just insecure. Oh, that's, <laughs> I was about to say, what is it? You got an Instagram. You a baddie, but it ain't no pictures. I'm like, girl, where are the pictures? Anytime I go to a baddie's page and it's like two pictures, I'm like, what's going on? Just know she's going through some. She's going through a rebranding. I'm dead. Not a day I'm rebranding. Yeah. Like, I see a lot of beautiful girls who don't have no posters on my page. But then again, I think it's more so not falling into the pressure of it, too. Like, sometimes it's pressure. Like, especially when you have guy friends. They, they, um, they, not that, not necessarily say they talk for all men. Mm-hmm. You know when you've been on the front, like, you be, like, with your guy friend. They be like, oh, yeah, that bitch bad as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. You're not jealous of anything or whatever what it is, but the pressure is definitely there. Yeah, like the pressure is definitely there to just be like people post their picture perfects on like their picture perfect on Instagram Mm -hmm. or on social media point blank period. If if somebody posts something out of the ordinary, then you would think they're distressed. Like you would think like something wrong. You know what I'm saying? But then again, we're humans. Like that's life. Like you're gonna see crazy ass shit every day. Like I see crazy ass shit every day. Like every day. Mm Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm still. It's just a picture. I'm like, y'all need to start posting y'all stuff. So how do you it really keep your is, pictures? It really is. Just how do you keep though? your pictures though? Because like I post a lot on the inter- on the internet because I'm like, I want my kids to see how fine I was. So like, how do you store your picture? Like, where do your pictures go? Because like the phone gets too full. Yeah, I so, like, I made a Dropbox. I made a Dropbox and I pay I pay for Dropbox. Oh. So okay. I transferred everything off. Like one day, like I just like let my phone sit and I transferred everything on my Dropbox and I put I pay for iCloud storage too. So it's like, I I have like I still have stuff from my. Eighth grade. Uh-uh. I be paying for iCloud storage, but all them files is gone. Like I really? can, yes, girl. I pay. Call Apple. Apple always has the data, no matter even if you my delete pictures. It, even if you delete, they have the data. Okay, I'm gonna call because I be struggling with that. Like I have really paid, mm-hmm. and I don't see any pictures when I reset my phone. When I get a new phone, mm-hmm. like no, I get like the dumb pictures that come back, but the shit that sh- should be there because I've mm-hmm. had the same like iCloud since. Shit, I think high school. Like, I should mm-hmm. still have all that shit, but you I don't should. have none of that shit. And everybody else says, oh, well, I use iCloud. I'm like, that shit don't work. Not Even even when I buy stores, that shit don't work. Shit still be saying You know how much stores you actually need? No, girl, but. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I, I, I didn't know you had to know all that. I thought you just buy the storage and Yeah, because, like, when I was transferring over my phones, my other phone had, like, 45 gigabytes of data, whatever. So, this phone only had um, six, 64. Mm-hmm. So, I had to get more data so I can implement bring that so i had to like basically get 50 more gigabytes of more storage so all of it can appear on my phone okay miss tech world go back into the bowl <laughs> this one has to be juicy okay let's see let's see what's going on recycle the same body or add to a new one <laughs> i love my body no, I meant, oh, well, that's how you could take it. Oh. You could take it like that. I was talking about would you recycle a body or add a new body. Like, oh, say you fucking and, a nigga. Oh. Yeah, so, like, niggas. But let's talk about your body. Man. You can go into your body if you want to. Whatever first comes to mind. That's what I, I took it as. Okay. But I'm going to go with what you're, um, recycle the same body or add to the same body. Men are getting new bodies. So, I would say, if you want to keep. talking about men, girl? What is no, that no, no. Because this is this is what this is what I mean by that though. Like recycling the same 
body or the same person keep fucking with the same nigga mm-hmm. over and over again, you might think it's safe, but he done already found like three other new people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you thinking that safe whole time is not. So what? Go fuck new niggas? It's a hard, it's a cold <laughs> world, man. Like, Ain't nothing wrong <laughs> going to fuck new niggas. There's no shame in going to fuck new niggas. But I'm just asking, or do you keep that same body and then you just go add more to it? Because he's adding more to it. As you said. I ain't going to do it because he's doing it. I'm just putting that out in the air. So, like, what you going to do? You going to still fuck with them or are you going to go get you a new body? Depends. Depends how we fall and how we fell out, though. Because. It ain't y'all fell out. It's just y'all fucking. I know. Depending on how. Actually, no. We're not, me and my ex done fell out and then we done. <laughs> made some shit shake. The same day. Oh, shit. You one of them type of girls. Break up, get back together. Break up, get back together. I try not to be. I try not to be, I try not to um, be that girl. In a situation like that, who initiates the breakup? Like, how does that go down and then y'all get back together the same day? Because I've never been in nothing like that. But I've had friends, I'll be like, oh, you know, we're not fucking with each other. We're, we're not fucking with each other. And then the next day they're fucking with each other. It's like, when did y'all decide that it was cool enough to fuck with each other? Like, and why wasn't it cool enough to keep fucking with each other? I feel like some girls self-sabotage themselves sometimes. And you, then... You had mentioned self-sabotage earlier. Yeah. What, give me an example of, like, self-sabotaging yourself. But I already know who this nigga is and expecting different. That's, self, that's self-sabotaging mm-hmm. yourself. So if you already know this nigga ain't... Sh- I'm not even going to say because my, my guy friend actually was trying to go on me earlier today Why? on the phone. Because he was like, there's so much man slander. There's always, like, every time you get on the internet, you're a bashing man. Y'all doing this, da 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 So let me not say niggas ain't shit. Okay? Let me not say that. But if you know your man is not capable to give you what you want, that's better words, right? right. Instead Perfect of saying words. like yes. he ain't shit because he might not, he might just not like you, right? I think that's that'd be what it boiled down to. <laughs> but how the f- what made y'all break up Ooh. and get back together? Like you and your it was boyfriend. just toxic. Just y'all just wanted to be in that shit. Yeah, you, you know, so, like some people just want to win, no matter what it is, they just want to win. I feel you. I feel you. I get you. Now, when you pulled this out, you had thought about your body. What were you going to say about your body? I love my body, but there's still obviously things that I want to, like, just, I don't know. I feel like when you have a certain, but then again, I feel like we didn't have this pressure until now. Like, I didn't really have much pressure in, like, high school. I was just really being me. Mm-hmm. What pressure do you feel like you receive now? Because I feel like as a skinny woman, I look at you and I feel like you are the body type that's popular now. Like, you're the body type. Yeah, I mean, thick woman, curvy woman. And it's like, thick in all the right places, you know? It's mm-hmm. not like you don't care about yourself or, like, mm-hmm. obese or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like well taken care of. Even, I mean, I just feel like thick girls, as far as society portrays it, are winning. So, like, why do you feel, what pressure do you feel? I don't feel like that. Oh, my God, what do you think? I feel like, um, even with the BBL culture, they hide all the negative shit. They hide all that shit. They get huge backlash. Oh, you mean like natural thick girls? Yeah. Well, you got a BBL? Hell no. I, got no BBL. I was about to say, I'm, I'm talking, I'm, I thought you were natural, so I'm talking no, about I am, you. I am natural. Like, I'm talking about you in general. Like, mm-hmm. you have the body that I feel like society is currently praising. Mm-hmm. So, you had mentioned that there's like a lot of pressure um, mm-hmm. as far as your body goes. You didn't feel like that in the past. What does that pressure stem from, considering you have the body that I thought people wanted? I think like, isn't this the body people go get the BBLs for? I thought so. They do, which is so crazy because it really ain't, like, I don't know. You're right, because it do, it do bring attention. I'm not even going to say, like, not being thick does not bring attention. It definitely does bring attention. But it does not bring, always not bring the right attention. Mm-hmm. Like, you even see it from, like, the compliments you get. Like, oh, like, 
people don't compliment you as a whole. They compliment your body. Mm. Like, oh, they be like, oh, like, your ass fat. Like, mm-hmm. I hear it all the time. Like, you don't got to tell me that. I know that. Right. Like, I know that is there. If you enjoyed the conversation, head on over to part two to listen to or watch the rest.